try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk, that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a lot of episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 96. We in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most. B Breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slip Gracie. How y'all doing out there? Okay, my boy sound like he healed. You back You back to business? I'm back to business. I'm here. I'm ready to pod, I guess. Sure. I got some jokes. Why not? Okay. All right. All right. That's what I like to hear, though. But before we get started, you already know how this goes already. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you have any branding deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. Calm. Episode 96. How you doing this week, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh first off, if I missed any events over the last two weeks, I apologize. I understand as y'all as y'all heard, I was definitely not well. I wasn't well enough to be on the podcast, but Brian made me sit here and press the buttons last week. But you know, I appreciate all anybody that, you know, checked on the boy, you know, just, you know, sent any well wishes. Definitely shout out to Shorty that held it down last week. You know, I think I appreciated that. Shout out to the Musty Hoes for giving us content to talk about last week. That was a funny ass episode title as I listened back mm-hmm. to it. Um, but yeah, everything's good. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting, getting my, my stride back. You know, your boy. I got my workout in before the pod today. I'm probably finish it afterwards. You know, I got me a little shape up, so I'm feeling a little, a little John. You feel me? But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's that time of the year where people need photography, so you know they, they calling your boy. Got a couple of events lining up. Get that money. About to get that money. You know, yesterday's price is not today's price, but yeah, I'm, I'm cool. on now. Talk to them. Yeah, and if I ain't responding to any of y'all text messages or anything in the last two weeks, I, I I will be responding shortly or not at all. You know, I don't really talk to people. I guess we're gonna have a second. Yeah, we about gonna, we gonna we gonna get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that in about three segments. But what's going on, B? How you feeling? Oh man, you know who the fuck it is? It's Mister Hemi Hoffa. Hemi Moskov, Hemi Hendrix, Hemi Butler, Hemi Carter, Mr. Him, Hemi like Beanie Man. But I got some new hymns now. I'm going to test it out now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Him De La Ghetto. Hold on. Him Jong-un, Hemi Turner, Him Possible, Hemi Kimmel, Hemi Fallon. Nigga, this is a whole Hemi tour, nigga. I'm him. He is I, and I am him. You already know what the fuck going on, but. <laughs> I'm definitely we definitely put a merch out. I'm him. <laughs> it's coming soon. But pay be prepared for it. But um this week's been trash. I ain't gonna hold you. Trash work week because I had four days off and coming back after that Thanksgiving break, bro. Ah yeah, shit was in and done for the first couple of days. I just finally started getting my foot back into it. But other than that, um Thanksgiving weekend was great. Um shout out to the Far Rockaway Council for their community service, giving back to the neighborhood. I was there. Shout out to the people that host that over there. Um also shout out to, you know, 
old UA for having some friends given over the weekend, you know. You know, Slick don't won't try to make it his best ability to make it, you know, but it's I okay, was though. sick. What the fuck are you talking about? You was good, nigga. I saw you was outside. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I legitimately wasn't. If I was, I would say I was. I was not. I was dead till it was like Sunday. <laughs> Uh, all right, you you got it. Fuck but, you. Oh. <laughs> um, and then also, Black Friday is trash now, son. Cyber Monday was trash. Like, yo, if shit was, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. Sales ain't what the sales. Nobody riding <laughs> for on Black Friday. Niggas wasn't fighting over TVs like they used to, bro. I was so upset because I was looking forward to getting some new games, getting some new electronics. You saw me. I was bugging you for a couple of days to get to see what deals was out there. And shit was just trash overall, bro. I mean, you also, nah, maybe we gotta, I guess I, got, I haven't spoken in a while. But, I mean, inflation, the fact that between Prime Day and all these other tech sales and people not spending as much money as they were a couple months ago. You see a lot of things have been on sale. The Black Friday deals have, are the same deals that have been going on for the last, like, four or five months on and off. But also speaking on the sales, don't sit here and say you have a sale, but you jack up the original price and then deduct 30 points. So it's really what you had it a couple months ago. That should be pissing me off. Yeah, absolutely. It's a sales tactic. And I think that the days of them selling, like it was always them selling like last season's TVs and like, you know, things that they had overstock on or, you know, whatever was the trending hobby or whatever. They were always selling those things. I just think now, like I said, it's so much easier. And you can go to Amazon and catch a deal. On any at any time of the year, on a lot of those things, you can get a TV. I don't think I've purchased a, as an adult. I've never gone in store to purchase a TV. The last time that was me, my mom did it when I was in high school. Like I literally ordered my shit off Amazon, had them drop it off right at my door, and then just the store, you feel me? So a lot of the goods and services that we are so used to that we grew up on for Black Friday, that shit has been digitized, and you can always catch a sale or open box or something like that. You know, you really know how to shop. So it's it's, it's trash now, but Depends on what you're looking for. Like I, I was looking forward to closed deals, and I literally saw nothing. Like, and then there was literally nothing I wanted that was like, oh, I got to get this. You feel me? Like I could buy it at any time. So that's a fact. Um, there was barely anything going on. So yeah, but I want to talk about this next topic though. This topic way dear in my heart. <clears throat> Our good co-host Slick Grayson himself ain't shit. <laughs> Let me let me let me set the premise out. I have called this man twice, once a day for the last two days. No response, not even a text, not even if I was if I was going through something. Slick is possibly the worst person to call if you have an emergency. <laughs> if you if you are dying and you need emergency immediately, Slick better not be in your top five contact. I think he would have probably made it to the T-Mobile days back then because you're not picking up the goddamn phone. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me let me add context to this situation. He calls me the same time he always calls me. And he has this thing where I have told him if I don't answer the phone, just text me to say, yo, real important. Hit me back real quick. Anybody that does that that knows me, I hit them back rather urgently. He refuses to text me. And half the time, the shit he calls me about. Could have been said in a nicely worded text message. His Haitian ass. Yes, I'm shooting at the Haitians because y'all some phone call loving motherfuckers. The, don't get the souls on you. It's okay. So I say now, Boule, I do not give eighth care. No. But <laughs> they refuse sometimes to just 
text you was the simple shit. And then he no, won't, and then he tried no, no, fuck you. You had a whole episode to talk. Fuck you. It's my time. No. <laughs> then you want to call me and try to emotion up. I was going through something. And you would answer. Yep. Nigga, if you would have text me or if you call me twice, whenever you call me twice, I don't answer most of the time. I don't I don't get back nope. to you. I don't get back to you. You gonna tell that lie? Nope. You're gonna tell that lie. I don't get back yes, to you. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Real bad. Whatever, nigga. Go on, carry house and my not shit. Uh huh. Not shit. I was going through an emotional breakdown, and I'm calling one of the people that I go to to talk. And he did not call. He didn't even text or anything. But you know what the fuck the thing about it too? He sending me, he sending me podcast topics. I'm over here. I think I'm calling you. You were sending them back. And, so what the fuck? And you were sending me po- podcast topics to cover over here. Let's go that good one I'm over here. That good one American emotional shit. breakdown over here, and nigga is sending me something about their fucking. We gonna get into that. <laughs> <later on this> <laughs> We're going to get to that later on this episode. So I, I had to look at my phone like, oh, this nigga is top tier, ain't shit. <laughs> I, I will revel in some of it sometimes, but I said, I thought it was just regular degular. You should have texted me, nigga. And if you know me. Okay, it was not. It was, I called you once on Tuesday. Then a lot of, on Wednesday, you didn't even respond to anything. Do I ever respond to people, though? People that, my mother has to call me three times for me to answer the phone. You see, you gotta do better over here. You see that? Why? You do your resolution over here. It's not your phone. It's got me far in life not answering the phone. I don't answer the phone. I don't answer so, emails. Yeah, so I barely answer text messages. If you ever become cool with law in the future, just understand to send him a bird email, you know, a, a, a flight or something, and then you get your response back in like two to five business days. That's a fact. Oh, I will see you in person. I'm like, oh, I will, I will respond to you in person. What and you that's text? a lie because he don't even go outside his house. So you're not going to see him in person. Yeah, that's not <laughs> totally true. It depends on how I'm feeling about outside. I'll go outside. And, uh, and, uh, and just tell the audience, how do you feel about outside majority of the time? Outside is trash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> outside is trash. Ain't nothing happening outside. It's, it's nothing. Like I, I've tried to go outside and I just be sitting there bored as fuck. I, be on my, I don't even be on my phone. I just be sitting here looking at people like, why am I here? Why would you invite me to this? It's true, yeah. But we should definitely—I definitely want to do the empire. But, but yeah. Anywho, that's game. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but we all know law ain't shit. But we got to start off with the sad news first before we get into, you know, the regular degular shit that we talk about. All right, we want to send our condolences to the victim of the Walmart shooting that happened this past week. Um, over six people have been killed. And then plus the shooter himself and also a couple other people have been injured. This was by an employee over there. He even left a death note. And you know what's also crazy about the whole stuff? There's video of him laughing it up prior to the shooting. And it's like, is a major cry for mental health. We always talk about mental health in this country, but we don't really do anything to combat it also support it and it's really showing his ass in these past couple of years with the increasing amount of shootings that's been going on like literally slick during our childhood the only only like mass shootings that we had reference to was Columbine. now now we're getting over 30 a year shit crazy what's your thoughts um i, I... 
feel like, well, one, I think information is so quickly spread now that it's like once those shits happen, it's like it, it does influence a lot of people who are suffering from mental health to try to take those those actions, those drastic measures into like you taking people's lives because their life is miserable or they're going through something. And two, it's just, it's really sad. I was having this conversation at work today just about like, you know, this is kind of like, a lost generation people were stuck with themselves for almost two years and if you were already struggling imagine having nothing to do but revel in your thoughts as a pseudo introvert you know has in recent years learned to you know have conversations and discuss my feelings and whatnot i think that you know if i was stuck in the house years ago with my poor coping mechanisms, bro. I'm not saying I'd do anything this drastic, but I was like, it, it, I could have made poor decisions just because of how emotional and, and lost and shit I felt at times. And imagine that's what a strong support system. Imagine people without strong support. And it doesn't justify what he's doing with the, these people, men and women are doing to people, but it's just it's a scary fact. And it, but it also doesn't take away from the sadisticness of like, yo, people will hurt other people because their lives are not where they needed to be or they're not getting the help that they needed. They don't know where to go for help. And it's, it's, it's a sad situation. And I, I condolences go out to the families of those deeply affected by this. And it's the trauma that it causes, like going to, you can't not safe at work. You're not safe at school. You're not safe on the subway. You're not safe anywhere. Oh, and also I forgot there was a little one last week and I apologize to the victim of those, but the ones, the, the, the LGBTQ bar oh, that, gay, that, gay bar, yeah. And then they, they end up beating up the shooter, but it's kind of like, bro. And then the interview with the dad, I saw the interview with the dad, and the dad don't even look like he doesn't. He's he a, wasn't a right. He's a porn star. He's like a former, yeah, yeah ex porn star, a Mormon. Yeah, and he uh, he was more so concerned as like, as long as my son isn't gay. I mean, that's the word. That was like he didn't care that his son had killed what eighteen people and injured forty. Yeah, it's a scary world we live in. But you realize people grow up in those situations. As soon as you see the parents or you hear certain stories, it's like, oh, that makes sense. And it's it's flat because it's like, bro, you can't go to Walmart past ten. You can't go to Walmart. Period. You can't go to these certain places. You can't go to to universities. You can't go to a club. You can't like be in a public area whatsoever. So it's kind of like you have to be confined, and that's even going to create more drama in the future too. That people feel scared because you go you go to a marketplace or having the buffalo. There's like so many instances. Movie theater, remember that a while back ago, and this shit just sad. And we need to do something. It, it need to be something. Need some type of gun law restrictions. We've talked about more that, services. Gun laws ain't changing. I know one thing about America, they do love their guns. So it's a it's a constitutional right. You're not going to take it away from. And don't people. get me wrong, yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't I'm not saying get rid of all guns because you know at the end of the day, there are niggas doing home robberies out here, especially if you live in California. There's been a couple of home home robberies happening, but I don't know, bro. Just it has to be a better process on acquiring guns. You can't just walk waltz in and get a gun and leave that same day. Maybe come back in a couple of business days, type shit. No, no, I, feel, but, I, I think psych evaluations have to be consistently in, involved in in the work process. I think that's something that's going to take a long time. I think that sometimes it's okay to say, "Man, you don't look all right," or "You seem—I know you've been going through something. Just 
Yo, make it a requirement for a lot of jobs. Like, as an educator, I understand. Because there's some days I'm like, fuck them kids. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> and I would never hurt them. But it's like, I can imagine as someone who loves the children and is sometimes stressed out, like, I don't want to fucking do this right now. What if somebody is, is at their wits end and they, they're not naturally nurturing or they're not naturally able to work with people. They are socially outcasted and awkward. And then they just to say, fuck it. I, I can't do this. I don't know how to cope. So I'm going to hurt somebody. Like, I think those psych evaluations and a lot of walks in life would be very beneficial. Like, we talk about, you know, social, emotional work. We talk about mental health days. We talk about a lot of this stuff. I think corporately, and it might cost a lot of money, but I think it makes sense to somehow, some way, institute a mental health check for a lot of coworkers. It's like, there's certain things, and I'm not going to say people can't lie or things like that. They're not going to be taken with fidelity. But at least something that can kind of say, yo, what's going on with you right now? Or what's the reason that you're here? Or I'm here because, you know, my mom died. Or I'm here because, you know, I was put on probation at work for a situation I don't feel is my fault. Or things like that. Because, again, those feelings, a lot, I'm like, I mean, we can talk about this a little bit later. But it's like I've been really on this, like, psych trip about, like, how people's inner child and the trauma they experience as children really manifest itself as they get older. And they make poor, shitty decisions that children would make. You know who assaults people when they're mad? children you know who does a lot of this negative shit children and it's because they don't know any better but you give an 18 year old or a 20 year old with access to go buy a gun or buy a weapon or commit bodily harm to people that outlet and they respond like what children so i think i think it's a need and what happens when a child does this yes they get in trouble but a lot of times they get psychiatric help there's guidance counselor there's uh social workers there's things like that that occur at least in the public school space you feel me i think that that is something that might have to be applied just to ensure the safety of others because outside people some people live out live their everyday life like it's a video game like you get that shit back once you make a fucked up choice and you don't and it does not happen like that there are consequences to your action the such as there are rewards for your actions as well it's about balance and you're 100 correct on your monologue um, also, I want to say RIP to Hovain. If you're not familiar with Hovain, Hovain is a hip-hop extraordinaire. He does it all for the hip-hop community. He's a, a manager. I know he managed Lloyd Banks. Um, he was helping LaRusso out. Um, you know, he's probably cool with most the majority of the people that you are familiar with in the hip-hop community. And he passed away the day after Thanksgiving. And I've been seeing a lot of people that I follow show love to him. And I've listen to him in certain episodes and in, in different podcasts. So I want to shout out to Hovain, you know, Brooklyn Knight as well. And he's been, you know, instrumental for a lot of people in the hip hop industry. So for him to lose a pure soul, only thing I heard was great things about him. RIP to his family, you know, RIP to him and sending condolences to his family. Absolutely. Definitely sending love and light to there. So I think he died on Thanksgiving <laughs> night, right? Huh? He died on Thanksgiving yeah. night, right? Yeah, uh, he died on that Friday. Uh, serious, serious apologies and sympathies to your family. That's a fact. Now, let's get into the bullshit. It's like, there's a lot of bullshit that happened this week. Oh, man. You want to start with the, the designer first? You want to start with Balenciaga? What did they do? Did they put, like, babies in bondage or some shit like that? Or they put, like, do- like baby dolls in, the- in bondage? Um. Yeah, so, so if you didn't... You know, if you didn't know, you probably did if you do listen to current news. Balenciaga is under fire for their new ca- new campaign ad, which is basically enticing child pornography. So not only they have sort of these 
bears and teddy bears and like sort of in bondage. But in one of the photos, they have a court document paper halfway covering it, basically condoning child pornography. And I'm over here like at first when I saw the outreach, I'm like, okay, there's just kids. The bondage, you know, I'm not too aware of that. But when I saw the actual document in the photo and they're claiming that they have nothing to do with it is the director's um, vision. And I am hella confused on what the hell was the director even thinking about even putting something like that for people to see. Did you get to see the ad? Slick? I saw a few of them when I was, in, in, you know, down bad. But I mean, this is. This is scary because it's like I, I remember a few years ago there was like some Supreme Court motions or like some very high level court motions in which people were trying mm-hmm. to I don't want to say embrace but they were trying to limit the penalties for child pornography and we know that unfortunately there's a large subculture of people and and it's from all walks of life that are into that sick shit so it wouldn't surprise me that you know Balenciaga is trying to you know under uh, underhandedly push that agenda you feel me. Like I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's just like a bad taste. It's it's it's, it's really gross, honestly. Because I'm like, even so, as a parent, why would I let my child be in that ad? You feel me, bro? X and and why would first? Why would you have that court paper in the ad to begin with? I really don't understand. Even if you was trying, because at first they was trying to deny it until they pointed out that court paper that kind of talked about a case about child um child pornography and child abuse and it was kind of like bro you I, what was the vision like you just you just cut ties with Kanye for anti-semitic talks and you don't do your due diligence to really look at an ad that you're paying money for to go out there for I'm firing that whole team <laughs> that whole team and you know they was calling for Kim K to cut tides off because you know she has a relationship with Balenciaga and then there was calling other people yeah and then you know I heard this conspiracy theory that they trying to get black people to not wear it but I'm just like I don't understand why you have to do child pornography thing to get black people to stop wearing Balenciaga so I'm not really going to dig dig too deep in that conspiracy bag but that shit is disgusting all around bro absolutely all right, so enough of that. But yeah, Balenciaga, you over here quick to cut ties off with people. Now people are quick to cut ties off with you. See that? Keep your karma beautiful out here. All right, Slick. This is the one that you sent me while you was ignoring my cry for help over here. Yeah, I'll let you lead off the story. What a good morning, America scandal. <laughs> yes. Now, this shit just wild. Uh, so the big news story. That and I guess in the tab was was two hosts of Good Morning America who are married individuals have yes. been I believe T.J. Holmes and, and Amy, Ro- Amy Robach 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 right so they're both married to opposite partners they were caught out on I guess I want to say vacation or on location as you do as newscasters but they were caught mm-hmm. in 4K bro they was kissing telling jokes on seemingly on dates he was smacking ass and it turns out they've been having an affair. You know, he took his work wife to the next level, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow!" But you, but you know what? You know, you know what was so crazy about this? Like, and I'm gonna let you get back to telling the people. There was actually went viral a couple months ago. I don't know if you remember that video of there was part of there was filming something, and 
she was kind of like on him a little bit. And everybody was on social media like, yo, why is she over here harassing him, like sexually harassing him? Oh. I'm like, no, my nigga was beating her doonies now and she forgot where she was. She forgot she's on national <laughs> That's television. Nah, boy. So, like, they got caught out there. Now TikTok is on a rampage of just going through all the old videos. Like, there's one. <laughs> I guess they was giving tips for a marathon and how they run. And I guess they were running together. And he's like, oh, I'd always let her lead. But she's like, yeah, but we oh, both play finished. The, play the clip. Play the clip. Why am I playing that sick shit? Niggas in Come trouble. On. Nah, you know, you know, you know. This is what happens when y'all want to have work husbands and work wives. Watch out now. <laughs> let me see if I can find it. But nah, it was a dark. It's dark, bro. Cause I was like, shit, y'all just embarrassed everyone. They some now they on Twitter. They digging up his old tweets. He did like a ten year "I love you" challenge to his black wife, and like you could have left me mad yeah. times, but you never did. <laughs> Yo, fellas, 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 keep it keep it short and sweet when y'all do these shits now. Cause I've been seeing a lot of posts from niggas not really not really complimenting their woman that well. You do not talk about yeah. I, despite me doing everything for her to leave me, she still right by my side. That's not that's not romantic, my god. That's not romantic. Let's keep it. Hey, but beautiful. Thank you for 10 years. Love you. Keep it short and simple, fellas. Y'all looking, y'all making us look crazy out here. Boy, nah, hold on. I got to find this video. Keep talking because I got to find it. This shit was wild. Bro, I'm over here like they've been flirting nonstop. And they said that apparently it started when they was in London this past summer. And they spent some time after the film, and I'm like, oh, so they went on an international trip. Niggas, yo, yeah. they, said, they said this is the Angela and James St. Patrick love affair. <laughs> <laughs> and for fact, they kind of look like it too, though. Nah, boy. but you know, also in some of these pictures, because one of their one of their one of their spouses hired a private eye. That's what it was. This was too professional, my boy. I just sent you the video, uh, what you would call it. Uh, he been he was catching all of them, and he was touching on that flat booty when she was in the trunk. My nigga don't care. He was over here patting the booty up there. I'm like, yo. Nah, I got to run it. You ready? Hold on. Let me make sure. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Looking at me. I've well, you've been training. You've been training with you, and I run behind you, and you keep the pace. I don't have to worry about these things. <laughs> right. So, uh, if you are the pacer, yes. you do have to worry about these things. You're the pacer. That may be the pacey. Yes. Yeah, you're the pacey. Okay. So yeah, but well, we're gonna both be finishers, and that's what counts. Yo, boy, face. You got to see how my boy was laid back. Like, you know, he about to get some 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 corn after that. Though. Yeah, he, he <laughs> definitely know, like, boy. He's like, yo, I'm going to see you in the dressing room. It's not funny. We don't condone that, especially like you married. Like, oh, well, you apparently, him. apparently, you know, they're, they're separated. At least um, Amy's separated. She has been wearing her red wing since September. This you know, is, I'm telling you, I've been I've been on a deep dive the whole day since you sent that. You know, since you didn't care about my emotional well being, I had to you know really dig deep into the podcast. You feel me? And I've been I've been looking up everything. Apparently, she's separated now. Now looks like he was separated, and people at the office knew they've been romantically involved for months now. So this hasn't really been anything new in their circle. It's just new to the public. And you know what else was gangster? <laughs> Why they over here trending the whole entire day? They filmed an episode this morning like shit. Like, they was like a shit trending was topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gangster. That's gangster right there. You ain't told me that ain't gangster. That's some wild shit, my boy. 
It's like you over here giving the people the news, the forecast. Mind you, you the trending topic over here. Nah. He got himself. He got himself a little, a little, a little, a little, a little casserole dish over here. Okay. But you know you fucked up, right? You know your, you know your spouse is a lawyer, my guy. Oh, you know she know the law. I hope you know you better get ready to give half of everything you own. Maybe you know what? It might work out slick. Look, he's giving half, and sure you're gonna get half her husband shit. So they could put the half together and be whole. Come on now. That's some happy wild, ending. Some wild shit, my boy. But they definitely hunch. I've been seeing a bunch of videos of them together. That sexual chemistry. Mm-mm. Yo, fellas, if you if 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 your shorty has a work husband, <clears throat> keep an eye on that bitch. <laughs> Nah. Keep an eye on her. They hunching, hunching real bad. <laughs> nah, boy, that shit just wild. I'm like, not only was they they creeping, them niggas had like they was it was multiple instances. <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all just didn't give a fuck. You, I, this is what I love Twitter. The the comments that they was getting off, like, yo, they fucking raw. Oh my god, the mess. Like some of these tweets that they was getting out, boy. talking about yo, he throwing in her jalupa. <laughs> This, this is why I love black crazy Twitter. Part wife, crazy part is his wife is fine. I seen a picture. Of his oh wife. yeah, no, no, his wife. Both, both, uh, both, both of their spouses are good looking people. That just um, shows looks don't got shit to do with it, folks. Yeah, because Amy Roback husband, he was a hard drive from nine one two one zero, like the 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 nineties version one. He not he he was getting bitches. So it shows you that it doesn't matter how much you look good. I guess person you end up building a connection yeah, nah, that's, that's what some, it looks like that's some wild ass shit my boy hey you got to see it through my boy you better stick beside your white woman no wait hold on dr umar he need he need about because I, I, we didn't talk about this in the pod, but Dr. Umar a couple weeks ago when the Kyrie situation was giving a, a bunch of niggas who was against Kyrie um, a, thousand, a thousand slashes. I ain't going to lie. TJ, you're going to need at least 2,500,000 slashes. He embarrasses, he embarrasses black woman in public with a white, with a white girl. He getting 10,000 of them things. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's 10,000 slashes right there this for shit. you, man. And it's not funny because it's like I'm not looking at no doubt for nobody personal relationship, but it's just like the audacity in it. and holding hands, and also that private eye. Yo, put your that business nigga, card. That out nigga there. elite. Yo, he's elite. He had yo. He caught them holding hands in the wit, bro. Through the with the windows up. Yo, and you know, you know, you know, he's cracking raw because that 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 picture when they laughing. He and she was she was laughing uncontrollably, and he was whispering with the continue. You know, you know when you got the shorty rolling, and you and you continue with the joke, and she continue. Nah, oh, too. oh. nah, he had her open, bro. That shit is wild behavior. Over here, she packing the she packing the trunk, and he's touching on her trunk. <sighs> put put putting me all in her jalupa. Oh man, but okay, now it's like, a dangerous world you know, we live in. It's dangerous world <laughs> for real. Now I wanted to talk about this because we also do music on this podcast. <sighs> Slick. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Behind closed doors, there's a lot of six god worshiping. 
if I hold on, hold on, slick, hold on, slick, hold on, slick, because I'm about to go ham. I know, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Drake stan, and you know, y'all be saying I'm Dick riding Drake always on the pod. You know, fuck Kendrick Lamar, all that good shit. But I don't want to hear nothing no more, slick. I don't want to hear not a goddamn debate about who's number one in this shit no more, slick. Y'all niggas talk so much shit about CLB. Oh, it's not a great album. Oh, it's a typical mid Drake stuff. It is the bit bit. How the fuck is it the number one stream album of 2022 when it came out in 2021? More than that little fucking bullshit stepper album shit. We have have we not said that Drake has a formula and it works? It does just because we what said formula. Y'all said it was not good. Niggas said, said it was not good. Y'all destroyed him on that. It's not. How is it the most streamed album in 2022? To be, to be catchy, it came out September. Has Drake ever not put out a catchy album that people is easy to listen to? It requires not that much brain cells energy to want to hear the Drake's album. I'm not saying it's. A, we, 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 we can't we can't use that no more. He's not? the most streamed person in 2022. He's always been the he's been like the most streamed artist the last like five six years or some shit like that. Put some respect on my guy's name behind, and you know also not just you slick, but all them other niggas that's hard talking shit the whole entire year about Drake. Did we oh, not yeah, just say her oh, Drake and you know, all? Did we not just say her? I need, I need, we just said her loss. I need to find. I need to find the Chief Keith Sosa lyric because I need you to find the instrumental real quick because I'm about to get in my bag real quick. Hold I, on. I decline to participate in that. No, nah, no. Nah, can you put the Chief Keith Love Sosa intro real quick, instrumental real quick? Because I need, I need to get my, I need to get my shit off real quick. Come real on MCs now, only instrumentals. Go ahead, people can imagine what it sounds like. Let's go. No, because because it's gonna fit more. It's gonna fit more what I'm about to do right now. I don't give a fuck what you're about to you, do right you now. Don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't remember the beginning of Love Sosa? Just put, just put, just put, just put, just put it all, slick. Put it all. How about no? Put it on a docket. But put it all, slick. How about I'm no? I'm giving people entertainment this episode. Nobody put the wants to hear you dick for t- for twenty seconds. Come on, we um, cause I saw a lot of people Spotify rap, wrap up list shit. Niggas, niggas can't tell me Drake. Y'all don't listen to Drake. Nobody said we don't listen to Drake. We said Drake has been He's in, in your left. top five. Yes, he, he was number two. And yours? Yeah, he's number two. It's Chris Brown, Drake. I tell you right now. Okay, now Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Chris I, Br- I see Chris, Chris Brown, Brown. My guy. It was Chris Brown. It was Drake. It was Lucky Day. It was Kendrick, and it was Division. All right, let me know when you when you when you cleared up the instrumental for me right here, because I need right. to talk to the fans. I apologize for this dick riding he's about to do. Carry on. Uh huh. Fuckers in school telling me always in the barber shop. Drake ain't on this. Drake ain't about that. My boy on BD on fucking man round of them saying these niggas don't put in no work. Shut the fuck up. Y'all niggas ain't no shit. Drake ain't fake. Shut the fuck up. Y'all don't live with that nigga. Y'all know that nigga got caught with the ratchet. Shooting at the police and shit. Niggas on probation since fucking I don't know when. Them niggas are savages out there. If I catch another motherfucking talking shit about Drake, I'm fucking beating their ass, nigga. Cut that off, Slick. I'm done. I'm done. You know the vibes.
That's sort of love number one, was, top two, not two. That's sort of love boy was a six and an easy listen. Sure, you got it. Carry on. Anyways, he was number two top on my two, list. Two, not two. You heard? Yeah, her loss. That was a top three Drake project. But <laughs> y'all, y'all over here. Oh, let me see. Let me. I got like niggas, niggas who I saw. Nah, cause cause niggas who I saw talk shit about my guy released their Spotify shit. Talking about, oh, I don't know why, I don't know how Drake got in the top five and my top five. You know why, nigga? Because you worship my nigga over here behind closed doors. There's no certified. So it's clowning him about his emotional shit. You niggas are emotional out here, sassy ass niggas. There is no Drake certified lover boy song in my top. I'm in my top seventy five. Oh, pipe down seventy seven. This the seventy. That's that's the first certified lover boy song on my uh my Apple top one hundred. My, and my nigga, my nigga is the most streamed. Wait for like for um what electronic dance yeah. shit, whatever. Yeah, because honestly, never mind. Definitely brought a different group of people into like that electric dance world. That was a smart play. And and he told y'all it was a trilogy for you, nigga. We, Yo, because you know what? If I was that. Drake, if I was Drake, I would tell you niggas respectfully hold my head because y'all over here dick riding Mr. Morals in the big step before a nigga who leaves y'all. After a couple, after a couple years, and come back like a abandoned stepdaddy over there. But this nigga Drake been giving you hits for decades or more out here. Every year he has not let y'all off. He either give you a rap or something to vibe to every single year, even if he don't release a project. And this is the things that he get for y'all niggas. You unloyal motherfuckers out here talking shit about him. A nigga who every single year drop a single for y'all niggas to vibe out to while y'all dick riding a nigga from Compton who leave y'all after three or four years without anything? Still doing that little stupid stupid voice? I don't know. Do, do, do. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking shit on Drake. Go like this. Go like this. No, nigga. <laughs> Get off your knees. Get off your knees. <laughs> oh, dear. We all love Drake on this side, but you are doing a little bit much, sir. Nah, nah. I told you, Slick. I was coming with energy for a list right now because I saw a bunch of niggas talking shit, and Drake is in your top three. Not even the top five. Top three in your wrap-up shit. In the Apple shit. I didn't really see too many people post the Apple. I didn't really know a lot of people was on Spotify that I follow. Spotify is free. That's a lot of story. I mean, Spotify is free, and it is a great user. Exp- it's a great free user experience. Like shit, sometimes I think about switching it, but then I, I just got too much invested in Apple. But oh yeah, yeah nah, that's my, true. My Apple shit, my Apple shit was cool. But it's fun when you see like I like going through my top ten because like top five is easy because you're going to go to the songs that are easy to listen to. But I think wait, 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 what was your top five? My top five was uh my top five artists were Chris Brown, Drake, Lucky Day, Kendrick, and Division. But then I had remember I was I had Luke. From um, Dreamville was up there for my oh, top yeah. ten. I gotta look at it, but I, I had some. Uh, my I don't know why they put Little Baby. I don't really use my Spotify account like that. That's so. that, it is, it's invalid. That's why I wouldn't use it. If I wouldn't go look at it, because I probably listen to like four songs on Spotify. But the yeah, Apple one was cause, like because I don't know why Little Baby. But there was right. My shit was Drake, Summer Walker, my cousin Don Zito. He he about to release a new track. Don Zito, I see you out here. Keep working, Cuzzo. Um, and it was LMA, but you know how I feel about LMA. I'm a little jacker anyway. You yeah. not even really listen to her her last album like that. Yeah, my shit was Chris Brown, Drake, Lucky Day, Kendrick, Division, The Weeknd, Tory, Future, Blast, and Burning Boy. I might be a toxic nigga. It's cool, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this year, this year you can get away with that. Yeah, no, 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 this year, this was a wild year. This was definitely a wild year. So I can understand why I listen to every single one of them. <laughs> all right, let's keep it pushing. 
Uh, All right. Okay. Um, Jerry Jones is he a racist or not? Yes. <laughs> the fuck you need a you need a picture of him trying to prevent black kids from going to school to prove he was racist. All them NFL owners is racist. I'm more so yeah, mad I mean, at niggas like Stephen from Arkansas. What you what you expect? I'm more so mad at Stephen A. Smith. I thought that was the biggest show of coonery. Like you were like, I guess this goes back to the Kyrie thing that really didn't sit well with me too. I feel like a a lot of black like talk show hosts and people in prominent positions on like those certain networks, like they are put in a position where it's like you can either find something to stand on, but when it comes to their own people, even if they make a mistake, they go for the jugular. But when it comes time to the to you know white people making mistakes, a lot of times you don't we don't get that same energy. And I think that's just, it was the same energy reciprocated every which way. I'm fine with it. You hate the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. The owner of the Cowboys is literally being portrayed as a racist and trying. What's the excuse? He was a 14 year old boy. He was just trying to figure out you know what was happening. Wait, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give Stephen A. Smith bell. He hates cowboy fans. He don't really hate cowboys. He hates the fans. Regardless, of, I'm throwing him a little, I'm throwing him a little bait. Though. But the, all right, so <laughs> in any circumstance where a black man athlete has done something dumb or been caught in a situation, does he not go for the jugular? Is he not? Does he? You right? You right? You right? I just said I'm throwing. So him a the bell. fact that right. <laughs> a sports billionaire who we already know was going to not really be that impacted because they don't even want to talk about this shit that much outside. It's like the Brett Favre shit. They don't want to talk about this yeah. shit outside of Black Twitter. I, I knew I knew it was bad when Undisputed didn't really talk about it. Yeah, exactly. When um Skip Bayless, who is a cowboy fanatic, and Shannon Sharp, who loves who you know Shannon Sharp stands with the stands with the folks. They didn't really get to talk about it, even though LeBron James brought it to attention last night. Because Bron know he fucked up. Di- Bron know he fucked up with that Kyrie shit. He no, he, he didn't. He could have. There's so much more you could say. Somebody that you call your that's like if one of us said some shit that got us in hot water and we said, I don't I don't fuck with the hate, I don't fuck with what he did. Instead of being like, yo, that's my guy. I know he's not about that. And it wasn't maybe done in bad taste. Cool. Braun was Braun bitched up. And that's as my favorite player. I said it. I called him a bitch that episode because he bitched up. But now he's like, yo, I right, niggas is on my ass. Yo, that I gonna talk about Jerry Jones? You're right, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Shannon Sharp because you know I love Shannon Sharp. I'm gonna give him a little break because at FS1 they have the World Cup to cover, so they wasn't on air for today and tomorrow yeah, possibly. He said it. so they probably talk about it next week. So I'll give Shannon Sharp but a little bit. Who's gonna care about it next week? And I'm not saying like just like I just said, it's not their part. It's not on them. It's the World Cup. Not a sign note. The World Cup has been fire. I've been watching that shit. I might like soccer. Mm-hmm. My little kids might be able to play soccer when they get you know when I have them. But going back to this, it's just like it's never the same energy. When a white athlete or prominent person fucks up, mainstream media never has the smoke unless it had to be supremely egregious and done to another white person. Okay. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Go for it. Do you go hard on someone at 1957 and compared to what he had done now, what has he done for black a lot people? Of, a lot of former players that play for the Cowboys always speak highly of Jerry Jones and how much he take care of them. Like Pac-Man Jones spoke highly of him and told him how outside of fo- outside of just the team, um, he taught him how to be a man and how to financially take care of his kid. And that that's the sentiment of a lot of his players. Because if you know the Cowboys, you know one of the reasons why the Cowboys never win is because Jerry Jones has his hands in the team. He's very hands on what do you what do you what what do you think of my that? response is that 
you of course you're going to be able to bond with black men who are helping your billion dollar or whatever amount of money that you're making from the nfl it's easier to work with them because you see them as your subordinates i can see you as a person because i work with you every day he's not going to i don't know if he has that same energy for the average everyday black person he was just running the one on the street and to also combat that point i would say that in my life i've probably met a lot of white people who have racist tendencies or you know racist views about black people and because i'm who i am or they've gotten to know me maybe they don't feel threatened or don't you know see color in that respect but at the same point you as a young man made a choice and it's getting washed aside and my whole argument is about keeping that same energy yes it's a 60 year old picture what may have you but at some point you thought it was okay to keep little black children from going to school you thought it was okay. You had these ideals about black people being less, and you still might have those ideals. It's not now. Nah, play, but play devil's advocate. Do we do we give him the benefit of culture context at the time? You we are give, in Arkansas. Do we give during black, the nineteen fifties? Do we give black men the cultural context of what they go through in their environments? Yeah, but it's kind of like we. He was able to grow. He was able to grow. Oh, now you can use that against me, obviously, because, you know, a lot of black men don't get the opportunity to to grow because they get killed a lot. But isn't that what we've seen? It's supposed to happen. You you we've seen in the 1950s. You're 14, 15. You grew up thinking of these ideologies because you've been force fed by your environment until you get into the world where you start interacting. You realize, hey, this ain't. This ain't smart. This ain't a good ideology to hold on to. Or they're not all bad. And change his ways. I'm not saying you can't grow and change, but there's a level of accountability. Because one, it was just oh, I was just there to see. Like there, if I if if he was to come out and say, hey, I grew up in this era. This is what I was taught. I don't believe this anymore. My actions are this. We've seen black people lose it all for a tweet. We've seen black people lose it all for a picture, for being in the mm-hmm. wrong place at the wrong time. And it's all about keeping that same energy. It's always we're going to run to defend the white man or the media is going to protect the white man. That Brett Favre shit still don't sit well with me. That nigga stole millions oh, of yeah, dollars. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. And they won't touch it. Only person I've seen touch it is uh, Shannon Sharp. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I think that's more so the problem. Like I said, I'm not saying he can't be a better person. Or he couldn't have grown to understand. But that is hurtful. If he So, hype devil's advocate. If during that march, some black people were jumped and assaulted and he was a part of the mob that jumped and assaulted them, and he says, oh, I don't feel that way about black people anymore. Should he not be held accountable for his actions at the time? Well, technically, he probably has statute of limitation. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about in the eyes of public perception. I, so would Stephen A. still say that he's a great white man? And that's you my could, point. You could change your ways. Like, you, it, like the thing about is it is, and a, this is why I don't like, this is why I don't like about this generation, because a lot of people like Malcolm Little will never be Malcolm X in this, in this culture that we're in now, because a lot of people want to give him the opportunity to, 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 to grow into Malcolm X, but it's sort of like Malcolm X. A lot Malcolm people, X started off niggas, as a, a pimp, a gangster, whatnot, until this beautiful activist that we love and respect to, to this day. So it's kind of like you could give the same regard. And hope, please, please don't cancel me. I'm not comparing Malcolm X and Jerry Jones together. I'm just using that as just Malcolm X was a structure. Malcolm X was doing all of that within the black community. They wouldn't give a fuck. Black people would have understood it. Black Malcolm X is still not universally as beloved as he should be because he was too radical. 
He didn't get a holiday. Yeah. He doesn't get time off. He doesn't get we don't get a Malcolm X day. And that's the point. But he but he but he has a better legacy if he had just continued being Malcolm. In hindsight. In hindsight now, because we we can look at the totality of the story. I'm not saying Jerry Jones is a shitty person. I'm saying he was a shitty person. He did some fuck shit, and we're not he's never there is no level of accountability that will be prescribed to him. Not a media outlet. The people that are going to talk about it are you and me and people on Black Twitter. And just so, the, so what? So what would you want him to do, or what not, would you we, want? We've never to seen it happen. done. We've never seen it done. There's not. They're not. They can't take his team. They can't take his. And again, he was 14. I get it. Kids do fuck shit. But at the same point, there's a level of accountability that we demand out of black and brown people that our white counterparts do not have to have. If they fuck up, they are allowed to say sorry, disappear for a month, and come back like nothing happened. Will Smith is still being persecuted for a slap on another black man in a white space a year later. They're still demanding answers. They're still demanding of him. Even though he said, yo, I was in a dark place. Something, you know, hurt people, hurt people. He's given answers. He's tried to recoup. He's offered stupid bullshit-ass apologies. Right? Right Mm -hmm. or wrong, that is something that's going to stand with him for the rest of his career. Right? Any mistake that a black man makes. Michael Vick is still the guy that was dogfighting, even though it was his cousins in him. He just had to pay for the house. You feel me? There's so you can the list goes on and on of black and brown people who have made mistakes that will never be forgiven. That their rap sheet will always say, no matter how great you were on whatever you did, you this Martin Luther King was still cheating on Coretta. That shit still come up. You feel me? Wait, that just came out recently though. No, that's been growing up as a kid. I didn't really hear about that until I got to like college or so. We learned the same five facts about Martin Luther King and kids. As you get older, you understand and they they bring those points up. That's what I'm saying. There are Mm Accents on our ledger. We don't get to hear white people are allowed to protect and reinvent themselves and are afforded a freedom to make mistakes and apologize and move on from it that we are not. And that's I'm asking for the accountability. Because again, loud ass Stephen A. Who I've over the years come to not really. I don't say I don't say I don't respect him, but I think his points and his viewpoints in a lot of these situations aren't necessary. He's, you know he's going to say he's going to shack it like Shaq has been doing. He's going to play it safe. Or he's going to try to pander to his white counterparts. And I think that that is something that is very destructive to the black community. Because, again, white people have, the white community has leaders and politicians and things that stand. They know who to go to. Who are we given? We had Obama. And we had, we have athletes and rappers. When shit go left, who, who, who the first person you see on Twitter? Cardi B. That's not a bad thing. I'm not throwing it's not a shot, but I'm saying if, No, I get what you mean. Yeah, I like our our pop culture are the people who hold the voice and are where a lot of our people get their information. So if you got Stephen A. Smith who eight million black people a day at some point, way, shape, or form are interacting with his his rhetoric on situations, that's dangerous. That's detrimental. They're basically telling us who we can forgive and who we can't. You feel me? And that's like I said, if Jerry Jones is a better man, cool. But you were there. Emmett Till was the same age as Jerry Jones and was killed for whistling at a white woman and lied and there was nothing done. He wasn't given a chance to repent and change his ways. And that was like a year or two after that incident. It's scary. And again, sorry to keep going to Stephen A. Sorry for going to Stephen A again. But that is deflating for somebody with such a prominent voice in the black community who had so much shit to say about every other black man wilding out and doing you know doing some wild shit stay off the weed <laughs> but when a white man does something 
and you kind of like him, hey, don't don't take it too personal, black people. He didn't deserve this. He's not that kind of guy. The fuck, a picture's worth a thousand words. He's that guy to me right now. That's how I feel. And he ain't he ain't taking accountability. When he said, "Oh, I was just there because I, I some shit was happening." Nobody yeah, said he didn't know at the time a monumental event was going on. And why does that change the situation? How so? Did you see niggas going to school and you just, oh, this isn't monumental? You felt the way. You ain't look happy in that picture. You're like, oh shit, look, it's the nigga, it's the nigger families. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. I'm sorry. And that's the thing. But, it, but the, he, he in the picture, he didn't look like he was doing anything. Either. It's not about doing I, anything, it's, bro. It's like if we, if there was a, if there was a rally right now. An anti-Semitic rally. Let's take it there. An anti to take it there. No, but I'm saying a rally. Like all the racist people or anti-Semitic people in the world came together to have a rally. And niggas showed up there. I just seen a bunch of people outside and I just went, even though they all had signs saying, you know, part this is not my thoughts, but like, oh, F the Jews, this, that, and the third, you UK this, this, that, and the third. Like, and you show up with it, you pull up, you join the circle. Nigga, read, read the room. Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Oh, maybe I agree. Ooh, yeah, they took a picture of me. I, I wasn't. How's that sound? How's that look? Especially at the peak of racism, regardless of your environment, you still choose where you at. That back then, you choose where you go. You didn't have to be a part of that mob. You didn't have to be there. Nah, I agree with you. I do. That's just my thought. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Take I just, I just, I just. To me, the thing about it is I don't know what exactly what to do or to like criticize him or like not criticize him, but like have him redeem. Like I rather him. It's like we can't find him. We can't take away his team for this. We can't. No, can't. We can't find him. We can't like do anything except publicly shame him that's it that's if, what thing if we there was a black that's the only thing we could do if there was a black him. owner in a similar situation there would be some kind of there would be some public outcry or some kind of response yeah no i know i agree with you no i agree with everything you said i'm just saying what can we do because you there know like no, when the basketball the, owner a couple months ago said what he said we could take away his team because that's recent that's very current you know, I'm not saying he just. I'm not saying that's like, happened. It's like only besides publicly shaming him, I don't really see no other actions we can like take towards him. His peers aren't even holding him accountable, and that's the scary part. Oh yeah, and that's the point. We live in a so so. He 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 helps feed my family. He absolutely does, but he also might call you a porch monkey behind your back when you drop a catch. <laughs> just saying. Let's move on for time purposes. No, I agree with you. Um, I I do think you know, it, it's it's a it's a delicate situation, and and we should give um our black people some more leeway when they make mistakes. There's no such thing as black grace in America, and that's something that we have to work on. And I, and I think you know why we do talk about topics like that, especially with situation. Especially we're gonna talk about this black man in a second, but well, this such nigga, as this nigga, this nigga fucked up. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> but like with the Kyrie situation, that just should show us more and more. We should stop. Okay, now this is gonna be controversial. We gonna can I'm we about the curse you out. We should need to stop idolizing 
certain certain parts of our culture and start reinforcing other parts of our culture. So we can have a backbone to combat these things. Because I feel like for other ethnicity groups, they sort of have sort of, like we don't have a, a necessary a, a, a country to back us. Love, love Mother Africa, love all my people from Africa, but we already know there's, you already know there's like a, a, a separation between African Americans, Caribbean Black, African Black. We're not even unified in that, just under the Black umbrella. So we can't even really rely on just Africa to have our back. Because you know, it's like if 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 the United States do something to French people, French the French person can just go to their countries and you know get reinforcement on that end such as, you know, a Chinese or Italian. We can't, we necessarily don't have that. So now I feel like we should be trying to build that here, unite under here, and really, like, when we say control the black dollar, actually control the black dollar, that's how we're going to give black people grace. If we, if, if we want our public figures to have grace, we will have to be able to control our black dollar. And you and being united is something that's always been plagued in our community. Yeah, that's a fact. Now, this is your man next here. He just went off today. This is hot off the press. Go ahead, because I've been done with him. I've been, I've been, yeah, not you, Slick. Other niggas that I know, Arrow. I know you listen to the podcast. Shout out to you, my guy. Fuck with you, heavy. You know you, my dude. But we had this argument back in the room where you was talking about, yo, they don't understand Kanye. He be really saying super stuff, but they be taking it out of context. I, I've been texting you all day. I want to hear the context of what he said at this Adam Jones shit. Once he went on Adam, go he, ahead, Slick. Kanye went on Adam Jones podcast and basically said he likes Nazis. He said he likes Jewish people. He likes Nazis, and basically nobody could tell him what he can and can't like. And it's trying to pull up the idea of like just people being seeing si- silence. Yeah, yeah, nigga, you fucked up. <laughs> and he sound and he sound like the. You remember what you talked about with the inner child thing? It was kind of like. It was a part, and I think I sent you the video. It was, it was a part where Adam Jones was trying to basically pacify the whole situation, but he was like, "No, no, I do. No, I do." It's kind of like, "Oh, if you're just gonna call me that, then fuck it. That's what I am." Type of stuff. And I'm like, "Yo, that is such childish behavior to have." And I really don't know what's the end goal with Kanye. I I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. Like, I literally, I think he's am not well confused. He's not well. He's not. And it's sad to see it. And he's eliminated anybody from his life that will hold him accountable. He's surrounded by yes men and there's no checking him. I I it's it's sad. It's sad to see. And it's scary. And like you said, I don't know what like the before when they said what he, whatever he said on Drink Town, like what did he say? I still was looking for that clip of what he said. This this is clear as day. You're you're there's something mentally wrong with you. Can you play these two clips that I just sent? Because we really have to put uh, some audio behind what he actually said. I'm tired of hearing I'm a Nazi. I'm really sick because I'm not. But I think by them falsely accusing people, some people are going to become Nazis. I I am. I am. (coughs) Now what? I am. Now what? what? Now I'm a Nazi, Ari Emanuel. Isn't that what? Like, (laughs) I'm I'm Uh, my accounts because they've been frozen by the Jewish uh, banks. 
So I, I need to watch my meals. Well, CNN says why people are evil Nazis. So, I mean, I, 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 I disagree with both statements, but I get the yeah, Trojan. I don't, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just because you don't like one group doesn't mean the other. But look, I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have to disagree with that. Yeah. Listen, we're going to yeah, go to break. Uh, my accounts because they've been frozen. That's some wild shit, boy. I don't know what that man. I, I, I don't know if that 200K a month got to his head. Because, <laughs> you know, they just settled the divorce between him and Kim K. And she ended up getting the house that he purchased next to her house and a couple of other things. And he has to pay 200K in child support, which, you know, I don't think is too much for him, even though that's kind of still crazy because Kim K is Kim K. But I just think because both of them are paying for the kids, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know. I I I'm I'm literally speechless. It's it's a this is a, I like it's a scary situation because it's like, what are you trying to accomplish? What do you like? What needs do you have? Like I said, I go back to the inner child because I think like I just I guess working with children and just maturing is like understanding that. A lot of us carry a lot of hurt and a lot of us don't know how to cope. A lot of us don't know how to deal with that. And when you leave hurt untreated, you develop severely damaged, I don't want to say personality, but severely damaged ways of dealing with your troubles and your pain. Every time Kanye seems to be in pain, he lashes out and does some really egregious shit to get attention. And it's not justified. Like he says some fuck shit. Like Kanye, if he wasn't done before... He's definitely done right now. No, don't, there's no album you can make that's gonna save you on this one. But but slick, you sent me a video like uh, two or three weeks ago when he was talking about he was basically saying I'm kind of like sorry, but I'm free. Even though it was kind of like when he was wearing that that gray hoodie and he was talking about like you see what they did to me, they took away all my money, and then you come back on board. Like this this obviously shows you what mental health, what we need for mental health and the support, and also. This should show you that he is having an episode and we need we need people that are close to him to take care of him instead of and I'm and I'm going to start. You know what I'm going to start doing now? I'm starting to blame the people who take him on the interview, because even prior to this, he was doing a podcast where he was talking about Jewish folks. And he just I guess someone said something that he disagreed with. He walked out mid episode and then returned to the podcast. He's having he's having a breakdown in our very eyes, and it's sad to see, especially someone that we revered as much as Kanye. And and I don't know if he got yes men's behind him. I don't know if he's just not listening. He's not taking his meds, but he seriously needs help because at the, at the end of the day, bro, he is crashing in our very eyes, and I do not know what's his game plan. There is no game plan. He's just he's he's a rocket man. He's just going for broke at this point. Shit, crazy, bro. Uh, I, I've been, I've been stopped jacking him. You know, even though some people keep saying he made, you know, college dropout, he made graduation. People are trying to stick behind the bug music. You can separate the artist from the music. You feel me? Um, even though don't separate R. Kelly though, because I don't want R. Kelly having some bread because he's he's nasty. But at least with Kanye, I think you can still separate. Is he, is he still? Is he still? You can separate the music. You think so? Two different people to me. This new Kanye, I don't know who this nigga is. I, I go back to the memories of who he was. 
Yeah, I think you could separate the artistry. Have I played the them recently? Nah, nothing's come up. But I mean, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is definitely one of my top. It's in my top five albums of all time. But it's tough because yeah. it's like that guy and who this is. I don't know if they were the old, ever the same person or what's going on. But I do hope he gets the help he needs because that is egregious. Side note, Kyrie, please do not repost nothing. Adam Jones, save yourself now. Don't repeat. Don't repost nothing, please, my guy. Don't get them on you. <laughs> don't get them on you, Kyrie. Stay quiet. Stay quiet for the next couple of months. I don't care. Just don't say nothing conscious worthy. Oh, give people a chance. Please, for the love of baby Jesus, don't say nothing, Kyrie. I already know you're about to have a think piece about anything. I'm trying to save you from that public scrutiny because they're going to be waiting to fire your ass up, especially because of, of these are the two people that you got in trouble for. But also, I didn't put it on the docket quick quick before you get to the song of the week. What's your thoughts on Sweetie selling 2K? Different era. Before her mixtape. There was no buildup. There was no lead single. I think that in this current era, sales aren't everything because it's streaming. And if you're a fan, somebody, I think Youngberg or somebody said it, Hitmaker says, I'm like, oh, she got 13 million followers, but she sold 2K. Are those followers fans of her music or fans of her as a person? We've seen that people being fans of you as, as a person doesn't necessarily translate to your artistic endeavors doing amazing numbers. Um, It's, no, I don't want to say it's unfortunate. I think that she's dropped single. She makes music for the girls. Then, you know, she had the single she was Pretty talking bitch about. music. Yeah, she, she made, she dropped some singles that were, you know, that you know the girls love. But it has always seemed. She was getting her shit off in that song. And one of those songs she Oh, the song about, about, little, about Little Baby and uh, Quavo? Yeah, but it's she also at the same point. That, I ain't gonna lie. If you could take a poll, what percentage of her I'm, followers. I'm ready for that pretty bitch coochie. Sorry, go ahead. But that's the thing. Do you listen to her music? Yeah. No. I, you remember um, Baby Mama Coochie. Um, was the song I was bumping and I played for my song of the week that came from her EP that she did with a lot of West Coast artists. I'm low-key a Sweetie fan, so. <laughs> uh, I feel like I I think that she has access to great beats. She understands, like, what a great female bop sounds like. I think that you can't... It's at the point where she's putting out music just as the means, of, like, you know, keeping the people interested because she still hasn't dropped that debut album. I think that that's kind of, like, that's missing the mark. I guess you want to perfect it. So I can't hold you accountable for EP because EPs can sell anything, especially when it's, you know, not marketed or, you know, all we had to go off of was the Quavo song, you know. I hope, I'm, but I'm, I think she'll be all right because we've already, as we understand with music, all it takes is the right trend or the right the right record and you good money. Yeah, she she touching paper, so she ain't OD, at OD. all. I, I think people made a big deal out of it. I think it was too much of a deal. Yeah, because this is because because usually you get 10k. Uh, usually people get the tens in the, in their teens, but for a person, 2k streams. It's not 2k physical copies. 2k streams. Well, it's 2k That's equivalent. Low. So it's equivalent. So it's uh, however many streams that it takes to get 2k, which could have been twenty thousand, fifty thousand. But again, it's her fan base checking for this music. Was there promotion? Mm. Was there whatever? Who told her to drop it when she did? Why not just drop it as a series of singles? You know, get the people get the people going, get people time to live with it, and then drop the project. But Yo, it's not I a make or break project. Sex tape, sweetie, I'm, I'm with it. Oh, that's condescending. Only fans. You can't say that. Yes, very condescending. <laughs> okay, so please, if, you, if all my YouTube listeners, please exit and go to your favorite streaming platform. What is that? Stitcher, Apple, Spotify. Go to our Spotify because shout out to us. Um, we didn't talk about it in our Spotify rap, but we up um, listens this year, up um, followers, 
we up streams this year. So we keep improving every single year, our podcast. And to be honest with you, and I and Nick, Spotify is not our main um listening place. Yeah, we definitely don't promote on that shit enough. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly most of most of our listeners listen on Apple. So shout out to us having well over 171 um listeners. Um, not for the whole year, but that's just people who follow and listen to us. So that's good. And we getting over a K or two streaming. So we 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 up there. We getting up there. We we doing fine. We keep streaming us, especially on our Apple. But yes, back to what I was saying, um, go to uh, you know, you go to Apple Music Playlist for our song of the week. What's your song of the week this week, brother? I'm starting out with this Nas album, which is fucking amazing. This is Nas, Michael and Quincy. Timeless. I think the fact that shout he, to shout out to him and Twenty One Savage for reconciling and releasing that track. I don't think the track was good, but okay. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, I, I was torn. I don't know what you think. The vision of Trevor Jackson. Pick you can pick which one. Trevor. All right, this is Trevor Jackson. Too little with the nice little JoJo flip. Are you kidding me? Sick of this going around just like a ceiling fan. This ain't how it's supposed to be. Yeah, sweet nothing's why you whisper that. If it's something you didn't mean, mama. Why's your conscious? Why you childish? Why you can't make up your mind, bitch? Why you always undecided? It's just a little too late. Too late for the bullshit. Too late for your promises. Too late for calling me back. Too late, girl, where you been at? It's just too late for the compliments. What you want from me? Ain't talked to you for like two or three weeks. They trying to come on back to me. No, it's just a little too late. Hey, what the fuck you expecting me to say? Want me to sit back, act like everything's okay? But it ain't. I can't wait for you. I gotta ignore you. I need Trevor Jackson to sign to a major. I need him to sign to a major or, you know, do a project with, like, Hitmaker or somebody. I need him to get some oh, yeah, mainstream love. Dope. All right. And then my last record, I was going to play the Division record anyway, but I think, you know, this is one of my favorite Chris Brown songs. It was actually in my top. It was in my top 100 for 2022, and it came out in, like, 2019. This is Chris Brown, Throw It Back, off the Indigo album. 
Shit. That's back and when I'm having a big Christmas my boy used to drop 37, 47 song albums. People was fronting, but then they go back and find hits like Under the Influence. Yo, they got the Wet the Bed challenge. Like, this was my shit 15 years ago. Y'all wilding. Slacking. Yeah. Stop hating on my boy. He was 19 when it happened. Let my boy grow. You feel me? Give him that grace. You seen people just realize, people just started hearing his side of the story, though. And that's the crazy part. I'm, like, I'm not going to say he's. I'm I got sorry. a hot take on it, but we save that for the Patreon. <laughs> Fair enough. I, 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 will, I will do a Patreon episode to discuss that. But let's go. What you got? <laughs> all right. Um, um, let's start off with a little R&B before I get to my ratchet tree. This is Aline Opposites. Yeah, I'm enough. We be good, then we falling out. You'll be here, then be running out. Fuck me, then it's fuck off I could press play, you gon' press pause We go up and down and don't know the cause We might not be on the same page We just might not want the same thing They say opposites attract, but it don't feel like that Is it true? Is it me? Who's it gonna be? Who's to blame? It ain't up to me. Yeah. Is it true? Is it me? Who's it gonna be? Is it true? Is it me? Oh yes, that was all in um from her EP after I was part two. All right, I was gonna play Glorilla because you know I love Glorilla, but I saw the song on TikTok. And this is the next artist coming from TDE, Ryan, I mean, Ray Vaughn, Trayvon. Now, listen to the lyrics, Slick. He was flowing on this.
TDE hard. got one. That's your heart. All right, let me add that to my Apple Music playlist as well. That's TDE got one. That's a shout to Ray Ron. That's wild. That shit was tough. I can't hold you. Leave you like your dad. High key. That's how a bitch been knowing dad gonna tell me what a man is. What? Ain't no bitch without a dad feeling tell me what a real man is. That was wild. That was wild. And I'm I'm so sorry. If that's true. That's never mind. We'll save that for a Patreon. I'll feel right. well. Um, you know, I gotta support my New York artists out here. Um, this is come from the Bronx, Bronx drill. You already know what it is. This is off his I don't know if this is an album for him. I think it was, I'm just calling him his first project. Um, nobody's bigger than he, Dougie B, all eyes on me. In the spot, all eyes on me. Like step in the spot, got knocks on me. Ever see me at Opp, I ain't coppin' no peace. Straight face, I gain like no ID. Step in the spot, all eyes on me. Like step in the spot, got knocks on me. Ever see me at Opp, I ain't coppin' no peace. Straight face, I gain like no ID. 416, it came with a beat. If you wanna get done, it get put in your dreams. Like, do it mean we don't stop that beat? All gas, no bitch, I'll drop us a cheat. Just watch how I kick up and tweak on the beat. When the boom about to speak, I fell on my feet. Don't run, don't trick, gotta run on clean. You ain't gettin' no money, just kick that beat. Let me go ride, always keep that pole. Six little time when it's time I blow. And I front door up close, bitch, I'ma throw. Like back door opens, I call me bone. Only me and my dog. I'm always on go. And I still wanna fight, so I take me a soul. Look, that little bro go up. Look, that little bro go toast. Small bit eight, then we having a toast. Every two's in the face, always eat me a dose. And right after we party, I'm all on throw. No shorty be wild, I call her a ghost. The ball like Harlan or Cody. Find me another, I think it might OD. Alright, that was Dougie B. All eyes on me on the new project, No One Bigger Than He. Alright, <clears throat> so that was our song of the week. You can go listen to our Apple Music playlist to go listen to our previous song of the week. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome to the TSA, Toxic Service Announcement. All right. Um, no special guest this week. It's just us holding it down. And we wanted to talk about something that was taking the social media by storm. So, you familiar with Blair Underwood, right? Yeah, he's the evil black man in all the Tyler Perry movies. I think that's the bald nigga. (laughs) Blair Underwood is evil in all black movies, too. He's never played a good guy in a black movie, from my knowledge. Well, Blair Underwood finally... Um, engaged to his friend of 41 years. You'd think it would be a, a, a celebratory time, right? Like, well, apparently social media didn't really like this because he recently got a divorce. I don't know when. when. When he got a divorce from his wife, and a lot of women feel like he probably low-key was cheating on the low, or, and this is why they don't really want you to have homegirls because the girl that you say don't worry about might be the girl that take your spot. Damn. What's your thoughts on all this, Slick? I remember reading about it. Um, they were friends for years through two marriages, and I don't know. It it's weird. It's taboo. But I think on both sides, I think men and women both can be uncomfortable. Let me say both can be. A lot of both parties. Oh, wait before you before you, um she filed um his ex wife filed the divorce in June 2021. So let's put that timeline in there. Oh, so that's like a year and a half. Yep. 
Well, she probably found out they was doing something on the side, or she didn't feel co- there was there was something inappropriate. And I think it's just like what you have to realize with opposite sex friendships and relationships is that there's a level of intimacy there in some situations. Meaning, like it doesn't have to be intimate. But like for a guy who has a very close female friend, when he's going through something, who is and you can't always tell. I'm not saying you can't tell your boys, but you know you're gonna get one type of energy from your niggas. <laughs> you'll get one type of energy from your female friends. Also, too many times, organic male to woman friendships often don't start out that way. Like we said, a lot of times you'll see somebody be like, "Oh, you're," you know, they probably was trying to fuck, and then it didn't happen, or you told them it was never gonna happen, so they waited around type shit, or you know, y'all dated, yeah. or y'all dated when y'all was younger. It was like, nah, but then y'all was still close. Y'all didn't want to give up the whatever bond y'all had. You feel me? So like, it's hard to find genuine female friends. Like I have. Genuine female friends. I've never thought about knocking them down. <laughs> like I'm hoping I don't think they ever thought about n- taking me down. Like it's always just been like we had good energy and just hung out. And it's like I'm, when I was dating, I'd tell girls like, "Yeah, these are my three female friends. Like you can't, you're not moving them out the paint. You feel me? Like they around. I, yeah. But it's also like in that situation, they was a, she. If that's who he was confiding in through his relationships, you can kind of grow to. I think as you get older, you grow to appreciate friendship and relationships. Not saying you can't do it now. But I think once you've been around the planet, you done had your kids, you done had, you know, all the sex and shit, you don't want it. Sometimes you want somebody you know you vibe with. And unfortunately, in this case, the person he vibed with was his female friend at, at the expense of his other relationships, which is kind of like, it can be off-putting. It can be very draining. But, but, but slick, but slick. What? You know, I feel like just women are very contradicting because wasn't the same women saying they want their next relationship to start from a friendship? I think I think she was just following that plan. <laughs> you ain't shit. She could have been following that plan, but she took another another woman husband to get it. <laughs> hey, hey, you y'all always talking about? Oh, I want my relationship to grow out of friendship. They had forty one years of friendship to finally be engaged and to be. I think I'm rooting for him, not only because he's my frat brother. <laughs> But I don't see nothing wrong with it. She has literally, of course, you just got divorced by your wife a year and a half ago. You're you're over 40-something years old. You're not going to be in the club. You're not going to be out and about chasing women no more. What are the options around you? Not saying that he settled down for his friend, but obviously as a man, you're going to look in your surroundings. He's not. He's not. He's not going to be outside. Outside. Back outside, boys. He's not going to do that. He's going to look at his surrounding areas, and she's been with him. Who knows him better than, besides the ex-wife? Who knows him better? Yeah, he's fifty-eight years old. That's what what club he going to? What what, what what old jazz club he going to go to for some old Shirley Coochie out here? He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so of course his his friend. She she out here single too, cause she don't want to be outside like that. They just you know, it's like it's like the Good Morning America stuff. You know, you just spend so much time together, you just develop. <laughs> you ever heard you scaring the hoes? <laughs> you ever heard that statement? Hey hey, they want me. They 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 say they want the old breeze. What up though? You heard I'm back out here. All right, so scenario, you like to play devil's advocate. You and your you get a, you you finally settle down. You get a woman. She got a male best friend. Tell you not to worry about him, right? I'm already worried about him. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as you told me not to worry about him, I'm already worried. Every time y'all beefing, you see his name pop up because she going to tell him all the shit that y'all got going on. Like, but 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 slick. We talked about this plenty of time. We know that once we get 
with argument with our shorties, what they go outside looking for? For attention. That's when they start posting pictures. Well, the, I know this is deep. I know firsthand account of girls who get in argument with their niggas post on post a video or old video of themselves. You know why they do it? For attention. I'm not saying that's not the case. But this is more than attention. This is somebody that knows her intimately, not like sexually, hopefully. But she don't got no loyalty to the ex-wife. That's his friend. She don't got no loyalty. It's not about now, that. Now, if, it's now, not if that was her, no way, hold on. If that was her, that was his ex-wife's friend to be start off with. Okay, you know you're a low down dirty trick. But they, would, but that was his friend. She was. But think about it. Depending on how long they was married, if that's his best friend, she was at the dinner table. She was at family functions. She was at kids' birthdays. If you wanted my partner the whole time and you in my face around all these all these immaculate events, that's not disrespectful. The question is, did they act on it? If nigga, she, nigga, they if, get if me. That, and we the, don't know. That 20, if that twenty in that twenty something year relationship, they did not touch each other in that way. It's no disrespect. She was at least respectable to see y'all divorce before she started giving up the buns. We hope, and you gotta. We hope. We hope. We hope. Black men don't cheat. And my frat bro don't cheat, okay? <laughs> I mean, we don't got enough evidence to prove it, so I'm just saying. I just, I, I get it. It's just as a man, it's like, yo, fuck it. You love who you love. You break up, whatever. A woman too at the same time. But, but this, but this, but this, but we heard this happen plenty of times. Right. We heard a lot of the old people who got divorced end up marrying their friends. Yo, we, yo, we, you have packs with your friends. What you mean? Like, yo, if we don't get married at this certain age, we gonna get together. You do? That's dangerous. You know what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's dangerous. You got, we know, we know, you know, you know about the pack. You know, oh, okay, we don't get oh, that should be like yo, thirty five. Yeah, that should, should you say like twenty, we, we, twenty? Like yo, this shit don't work out. Like yo, just know, lock it in, just have your fun. Because at the at the end of the day, when you when you reach in the fifties and the sixties, this and I'm not there yet, so I'm just going to assume you just want companionship, like love to you. At that age is way different than love at our age. Oh fuck that! She still better be sucking dick. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Like you're not getting no engagement ring without sucking my soul out. But you better take them dentures out. You feel me? No, 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 no objection on that part. But he wants companionship. Blair Underwood is 58 years old and still on TV. That nigga is still fucking. Let's be, let's be real. <laughs> But but you can't but you but this is different times than when he was outside popping. You feel me? Like when he was popping, you know you could fuck holes without social media. That nigga now got fucking, that nigga got divorced twice. He's probably been fucking the whole time. He's been outside. Don't put that on that man. <laughs> you don't know what he's been through. You get divorced twice. Somebody was somebody was dilly dallying somewhere with some pussy or some dick. We I'm don't just, know why they we don't know why they divorced. We just know they got divorced. Most divorces involve somebody dilly dallying somewhere. You can, you can grow out of love, slick. And as you, you grow out of love, plane. and as you grow out of love, what you gonna do? Go fuck something in the meantime. And that's his best friend. What? Why not? He might have been fucking her for the last thirty years. Shit. Don't not? do that. Don't don't do that to my guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> what changed? Matter of fact, if you have an off and off thing, that's crazy though. Imagine if you had an off and off thing for 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 decades. Now you really locked in. Like yo. Like, I ain't with shorty right now. We gonna fuck with each other, and then I, right, I'm, I'm, I got a shorty now. Okay, now nah, she, she really locked in now, and then she finally got her, finally got her chance to start at the starting base. If you say so, nigga. All right, and make sure. I hope your girl don't have no what's it called, no male best friend. That's a little sketch, sketch. But, but the thing about us, slick, we understand 
majority of the time, the nigga will fuck if she give him the opportunity. Oh yeah, men, men are easy. Probably, 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 yeah, probably, probably wouldn't take. Probably wouldn't want to be in a relationship with her. But he know if her. she throws him, yeah, if she, yeah, she throws him the cooch. We already know that. So hey, make sure your girl always happy. Sure. <laughs> you what, 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 would, what you want me to do, slick? You want me to tell her not to have no homeboys or anything? I don't. I don't mind them having male friends if they was there before me. That don't matter to me. I don't do new male friends. All right, she made. She made. She made a new friend after you. That don't. It's not your friend. <laughs> We giving it a buck. It's not your friend. Cause I tell you one hundred percent why. As a man, we understand how the game go. And I laugh because in situations like this, if it were to happen, women will be mad at you. But then you pop up with a new female friend. How's it going to go? It's about respect and understanding. Why is he your friend? What makes him? What makes you feel like he's a friend? If he's a con, if he's a somebody you're cool with, somebody. It's a difference between like a a work friend and like you're like claiming somebody as your best friend that you just met after the fact. You feel me? I think that's just yeah. a, that's a safe term. Like, if I popped up on Shorty and said, oh, I got this new best friend. She dope. Who the fuck is this bitch? That's the first thing that happened. <laughs> There's nothing I can say. What happened? Because think about it. To be somebody's best friend, it has to be. We had to go through some trauma or some shit together. And you, I, <clears throat> nah, but you know, yeah, yeah, met at work. You feel me? Um, yeah, I went to London. Yeah, did a, yeah, did something about the, the and, Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> and then they started fucking. Exactly. Yeah, that's the difference. Like, I wouldn't expect her... I wouldn't expect her to be okay with me popping up with a new female best friend. And I wouldn't, she shouldn't expect me. Okay, but you can pop out with a, a new female friend. But what's the, well, what's the, there's levels to it. Like, it's not a female friend. I don't have no female friend I talk to every day, unless it's like work related. And then we joke, like, throw some jokes in the, on the side. But it's like, it's not, it's never like, hey, what's going on in your life today? Let's go get drinks. Let's get food. I don't have female friends. So, so when do trust and, you know, come into the relationship then? What do you trust is like? All right, so that's all we. I guess we're we're going left. Trust is always in a relationship. You trust that your partner's not going to do nothing, but you're also not going to parade like I'm going to have dinner with so and so. This guy, you're not. And it's not about being insecure. I understand men. You're not going to, and and especially if I've never met the person, I don't understand the variance of the relationship. And vice versa, I wouldn't expect you to do that. And people gonna say that might say that sound that says insecure. It's like nah. It's like do you lend your car out to anybody that you've never met? before does that make sense like i'm not this isn't toro this is yeah if you meet like i said a lot of times you're meeting a lot of opposite men especially are not looking for friendship even if they tell you oh you cool unless it's like even it's like oh you met there's some level of attraction to it that made you want to kick it with somebody as a grown-ass man we we understand as we've gotten older this was like 22 23 i might be able to fuck with what you're saying but going in the 30s and 40s and shit like that it was like all right Nobody, if you need a friend that bad, bitch, we need to talk. We need to go. You need to work on something. Yeah, because something happened. I'm supposed to be a friend. Yeah, because, like, I'm not I'm saying, like, you go to work, you go to war with people. Like, those are friends, but I'm not hanging out with nobody one-on-one from work. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? If you're hanging out with somebody one-on-one, you, you, you're, getting, you're getting you're getting to that danger zone. You're tiptoeing that line. Yep. And then, then magically you slip and fall on, on some dick and they gonna tell me it was yeah, by accident. Was, no, it wasn't a by accident, Mama. You, it was you was taking you was taking the jalupa. I'm about to say, yeah, the setup the setup has been in. You just didn't want to listen. And now you fell for it. Now we going if we going through something and this nigga magically there, guess what? Oh it goes from oh hey, how's everything? How's everything with your boyfriend? So you trying to suck this dick? What's up? You trying to come over? You feel me? That's a fact. And that's and that's just the reality of the situation. <laughs> That's why I, I kind of I don't play that new friendship. Like if I never met them before, never heard of them before, and it's like, oh, I love this person, my friend. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you so thirsty for friends? First of all, what's going on with you? Go see a therapist. 
This <laughs> is like you feel me. You can have, like I said, you can have. No, she's, you know, I, I was very sheltered as a kid, so I didn't really have too much because, friends. Because it's like niggas, is, niggas is like not going out of their way to text nobody or all willy nilly. I'm not saying that, and they are like, I'm not saying niggas don't be creeping, but it's like I said, we understand the game. You know, yeah, we understand, and then, and then women, I understand because you know, and it's there's a thing that goes on. We're not gonna talk about it because I want to talk about something funny after this, but this goes on about respect women, and I think a lot of women in this day doesn't understand because they think that oh, your male fragile ego and all that. It's like no, we understand the naiveness that y'all put on, but and we understand guys. Is it naiveness or is it is it selective? They understand it, but they want to do what they want to do. And if something happens, but we gotta happens. say naive because you know if we say that they'd be like, oh no, nah. what if I didn't, I didn't know. No, nah, cool. it's, it's, it's disrespect. It's like you choose to be disrespectful, and it's like niggas, like men and women have moments where they choose to do it. But it's like there's first there's blatant like yo, like oh it's my new friend. No, it's not. Don't fucking play with me. Oh, I do. Talk- nah, he's not calling your phone at this hour. He needs to understand. Yep. You better draw those boundaries because you will want me to do the same thing. He better, he better he better be trying to be my friend first. Od before he even attempts to try to be your friend. Yeah, no, nah, it's like <laughs> because it's like if a random nigga pop up. I'm like, all right, you already know what type of time you want, so don't play with me. <laughs> you feel me? Because now you being mm-hmm. disrespectful. But if I respond, I'm you want to try to flip it on me because like it can come to accountability. You will want because does he have a girl? Because is his girl comfortable with you being his friend? It doesn't matter. Oh, he doesn't have a girl. It doesn't matter. Oh, so he just want to be your friend. But it doesn't matter. Again, I've seen niggas have cheated. On they whole wives like pregnant girlfriends and wives and shit, you feel me? So I was like, why would you that? Know matter? What? I also saw this on TikTok. They said like, yo, why would I chase a girl? Why would I chase a single girl today when I can possibly complete with three or more niggas? When I can go talk to the girl with the man and only compete with one nigga? And when he said that, I was like, oh, this nigga spitting. <laughs> but it's the truth. It, it's the truth. In the sense, it's the truth. Right in the sense that there. like. She not gonna have all that time for all the excess niggas. She gonna deal with her nigga. You you know you gonna be on call. Like, why? And it's not and you it's, know you know you know you know who exactly is your competition. And you could dirty Mac. Oh, you could get a lot of shit off. Oh, you could. Shit. You could. And that's the thing. That's why I said I don't respect it. If a new nigga pop up, I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then sometimes if a new bitch pop up, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Because <laughs> I'm like, like where'd they come from? Where was this excessive right. need for friendship? And that's why I just I I stand ten toes down on that because it's like. Like I said, it goes between work friends. It's like, oh, and, and 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 if he if he can't hang out with me there, then what's going on? Yeah, it's, like I said, there's going to be a few niggas that's going to catch the hands. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, and that's, that's right because the thing about it, you know what I realized? A lot of niggas will back out from trying to fuck your girl once you like, once, once they you, meet you and shit like that. You feel me? They, they respect your energy, or you let them know what it is. Like I understand. They, they, yeah. Like I like I, I, I peep game, nigga. Like yeah, no, nah, I'm on not, to like, you. Yeah, we not doing all of this, and that's and that's real shit. And it's like it's not mm-hmm. about insecurity. It's not like that, but it's like there's a level of respect that is expected. But sometimes you have to let a motherfucker know. And women do the same thing. Women, let the women, we won't even you won't even realize a girl like you. And your girl will be like, yeah, I don't like that bitch. Fuck her. You can't hang out with no more. <laughs> But it's like it's level. Maybe, what? maybe peeping it. I respect it on That's both sides. I, I've learned to respect it on both sides. Sometimes it's like it's not everything ain't innocent, and you can't and don't. And I think you do yourself and your partner a disservice when you try to play like everything is innocent. If that makes sense. That's a fact. Now, it's like this next topic, hold dear to my heart because you know this is like 
not one of the reasons why we became good friends because you know I think we became great friends and stuff like that. Brothers, we had no and choice. We was the same general vibe. We had no choice. We were the same major, and we, we hung out in the same circles. <laughs> no, not really. Not at first. <clears throat> we was in the same organization. We was in the same major. Okay, but but we had a genuine bar. Yes, Stop doing did. that. All right, whatever. Have, have a heart to heart moment with me, nigga. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Before I get to my fuckery. Okay, you know. Off of just having a genuine bond, you know, understanding coming from New York City. We built a nice relationship. But one of the other stuff that solidified our relationship was just, we was like our two-man mission, man. We was like Kobe and Shaq, Scottie Pippen, and Jordan. We was kind of like Stockton and Malone. We was kind of like, who give me, give, me, give me a little duel out here. Like, we was really like. Drake and 40, I don't know. Niggas made magic. Yeah, Kareem and Magic, my nigga. Quincy and Michael. What? Shame me. We was kind of like Stock Shorts and Fat Joe. I don't oh, know if that's a good one. No, I don't I don't think that's that's one. fine. I'm, I'm shooting. I'm shooting out here. Okay. But we would. But I've been seeing a lot of talks about two man missions and how you know. It's been funny though because a lot of people have been talking about how you know niggas be acting on two man missions, and I wanted to talk about. Our two man missions history, not too much because you know we not not snitching I'm, on each other. You know, yeah, I'm not trying to get in trouble on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe we can create sort of like a to do and you know not to do. You feel me? Fair enough. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, man. Don't scare the hoes. That's the number one thing. Absolutely, don't scare the hoes. Absolutely, <laughs> do not scare the hoes. Y'all have to be aligned in what y'all trying to do. Like in our in our college days, I guess it's safe to say because it's like almost eight ten years. Yeah, ago. Stop your limitation, right? We yeah. good, right? Essentially, you know, you're we was going right? outside to be little sluts. We were on the same page. Like, all right, where are we going? <laughs> Who are we going to see? Who are we pushing up on? Just because we wanted to be on the same page. If I was trying to be on some chill shit, he's trying to be on some whole shit, or vice versa, it wasn't going to work because it was different energy. That's a so You got to make sure you can't. So, like, if I'm going in on some goofy shit and he over here trying to mack with his, with his a John, that's, it's going to scare the hoes. Can't scare the hoes. Ladies, it's going for y'all too. Ladies be scaring the hoes too. You can't be scaring the hoes, ladies. That's a fact. Especially with the ugly friend. And sometimes, sometimes, especially with the ugly friend, sometimes, you know, you got to take that L. Not always though, because sometimes you niggas be doing too much. I niggas be trying to make niggas take L's all the goddamn time. I'm like, all right, this is not a this is not a balanced yeah, friendship right. over here. Yeah, nah, you can't be OD. You can't OD. And also, you can't downplay your brothers in front of them. Like you know, because the thing about it, what a lot of niggas forget is like, yo, we can't joke the way you joke when it's just us OD. in front of the women. Because this is how they come with the leader of the friend group bullshit that they be having. You do not. Joke, because you know, as guys, we rag on each other. We say bitch or oh, do do that, but there's be some niggas when the girls be around, really be me they roasting will, niggas. Yeah, they play the shit out of you to make themselves look better. You can't do that. Bad. That's bad movements right there. That's bad movements. Do not roast your brother and don't make your brother look like the joke. On a side note, you do, on a side note, you do have to under, go into the situation understanding. Who is the alpha? Who's who's mis- who? Who are we putting in front at, at the front of this mission here? Because you know, certain yes. spaces you go into, there's probably one because that one of y'all is dealing with already, and then you're trying to pull the other friend. Yes, that's exactly. Now it depend. Now whoever's talking to the main person first is going to lead the mission, mm-hmm. and it's and then the other person got to do the follow up. Okay, mm-hmm. you got you got to see which okay. one is fucking. With. It's, it's always going if it's a group. You want to go to a space where it's like three or four of them. So there's one that. 
is guaranteed to go down with it. And then the other one, that's what your man's got to pull up on. Exactly. You so now you don't, you don't, you don't pull down your brother. And also, you don't exaggerate. What a while a lot of niggas happen is they be capping the ass off. Yo, bro, yo, didn't I have like yo ten ten Hellcat cars and a thousand dollars in each pair of jeans that I had? Yeah, I had those Americas, right? No, nigga, you don't scaring the hoes. You don't got a lot to kick it. Don't lie. Be cool. Because the thing about what you fellas don't understand is if the mission is already happening, if it's just you two and the other two together, nine out of ten times, the shorties knows what's up. You're just going to talk yourself out of the coochie. They already was, the coochie is marinating. It's like, te- it's like, it's like, it's like teaching. You start at a hundred. <laughs> you can only go down. The coochie already been marinating. So once, once, once her, her friend say, y'all can come over and chill. The coochie is marinating. It's already it's already in the bag, flowered up, seasoned up, ready for it, ready for pound town. You don't go over there overdoing it. What you do is shut up and listen. And okay, so now we're, we're slick and I back in the days, back in our prime time. I'm the funny person, but slick is funny himself, but I'm the one that's gonna jump out there with some wild shit, right? And then Slick would kind of reel it back, but also indulge in my bullshit, and that will be how we usually mm. succeed yeah, in yeah, our fuckery. I'm about to say somebody's open at this point. Once it happens, it's like, oh shit, gotcha, reel them in. Sorry. Yeah, because because you know the thing about it, once what Slick and I realize in our two man mission is we are hilarious together. Yeah, no, that's as now, you can see with the podcast. You 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 know the saying. If you can make her laugh and giggle, you can make that ass clap and jiggle. <laughs> okay, that's, that's very true. And girls be choosing. Let's keep it a buck. But but, but oh, there's also all different archetypes. Do you know you could have the cool but funny nigga? You feel me? You can also have you know the the, the hood nigga, but you know he 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 a little hilarious. So you know a bitch be you know girls be feeling that. But we know our strength. Slick slick can talk. He can articulate himself. But I'm also a nigga that's going wild the fuck out. So it's kind of like it creates it creates a balance. And that's what you need on your team, nigga. This is this is more this type of stuff is more for the niggas. Girls step out, okay? Girls, right. you know, you don't really gotta do nothing. You just gotta accept the nigga and then tell your shorty. Cause you you girls be giving it. Y'all be, sac- y'all be, sac- be dirty, they be sacrificing their homegirls. What? <laughs> y'all push oh, them yeah, off. The- Yo, didn't you fuck Jamal and suck this? You were like, oh shit! <laughs> You're like, damn. That's because girls, girls be really throwing their friends. Girls go the for bus. the same dude. That's why I'd be mad, confusing. Niggas be like, all right, that's you. Say less. Yeah, that be. Oh, that's your body. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, I, I'm not gonna judge you, girl. You know, it's <laughs> you good on this side. You so that means your throat fired. <laughs> You know niggas. What's niggas? What niggas is in there? Niggas don't care about yeah. anything. You trying, yeah. Um, in, in my heyday, I have said some wild shit, and they be like, "You want to see?" <laughs> like, oh, you feel me? Really really what? Damn, good times. And also, now, now this is the most important part. If you notice, one person is having emotion more than the other person. You have to be humble and just take that L. If you're mm-hmm. not going to get it that night and let your man win, because th- obviously to get 100%, both of y'all got to hit. Absolutely. But, that- but if your man's, because so, like, like, right, because sometimes you could be the alpha going in because you know the shorty, but at that time, shorty not trying to give you nothing. She's trying, she's, but, he, he's still on the 90 day rule. 
You feel me? But your man who just met Shorty, Shorty feeling him, Shorty laughing, they, 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 they good money. Hey, you got to be like, you know what? It's not my night. I'm going to be here for my guy and let my guy get the motion off. You got to be able to, you got to play off ball D. You feel me? Play off the ball. You feel me? You got to let niggas rock out. You feel me? And the most important part is, my nigga, succeed, my niggas, succeed. <laughs> I think that's a great way. Where we at the timestamp? <laughs> Hour 44. Oh, but quick question. I ain't going to lie, Slick. This is automatically a different topic, but I ain't going to lie. I'm going to have to delete TikTok. Why? I ain't going to lie. It's like every day I find a new bad woman on TikTok, bro, and it's messing up with my reality. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. They be some bad bitches in Idaho, Montana, Texas. And I'm like, oh. And you want me to settle down for a medium ugly chick? Oh, this not happening. <laughs> oh, no. I delete TikTok at least once a week, so it's okay. I respect it. Because cause, cause I ain't lying. They be shaking ass over there. They be doing that. What's that I'll, new dance they be doing? That little, that little turn, turn shit? Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know, you know what I'm talking about over here. I don't be fucking and with it. I don't be fucking with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I just, I I feel like, the, I, if you so, social media bad, stay away from me. <laughs> that's a fact stay away from me that's I don't, a fact, I don't need I those headaches them. in my life cause you're not gonna understand the difference of, of you know like once, once you know you can always tell when a shorty got a man cause they start they start posting a specific way <laughs> oh, oh yeah all that attention get, getting ass shaking stop <laughs> all, all, all of a sudden she's Debbie Allen now she a whole choreographer now like when you never was dancing before saying, now it's all shoulders it's all shoulders up selfies and shit like that <laughs> but then you know when she when she when you in trouble with her cause then it's back to you always outside even when you outside with your mm-hmm. man you ain't posting you man it's like oh all right bitch <laughs> you feel me because i fell in love a couple of times on tiktok I, I fell in love like oh my god who's this one shorty here i'm I'm confessing my love to her this woman with the with the dreads i ain't gonna lie dreads is starting to become a new thing out here yo ladies if you got some dreads dm me i'm running I'm, I'm willing to spend some cash you feel me i know i talked about you know Tricky. all that materialistic shit fuck all that what you want you want what, what we talked about last episode with with big money v um Tao, Tao, you want you want them lemon drops, cat steaks, mama. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm 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 fucking with the I'm fucking with the locks out here. And if you got the bang yang, the bang yang. Hold on, I I just I just continue talk because I gotta find her because I'm shooting my oh, shot publicly with this shorty over here. And as you guys can see, as a two man mission, I shall continue to talk while he sets himself up. But yeah, so yeah, no, nah, I'm I don't I don't fuck with the social media baddies. But it definitely TikTok is a dangerous place. Let you and your shorty be arguing, you go on TikTok, you be like, damn, where's she from? And it, and, it, and, it, and she and she familiar with the sounds, bro. Oh, you found her. I'd be like, oh, what's what's going on over here? Why why she she know she know the bitch band over? Oh yes, I found her. Oh my god, <laughs> this beautiful black woman over here. What's her name? So you can um, shout her out. Brianna Chanel, she she never gonna hear this because she got close to five hundred thousand on 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 TikTok. But baby girl, I'm gonna send it to you right here, brother. You gonna see you gonna see why. Hold on, look at it real quick. Get, get on your TikTok. Why why God continue talking to these fans? Yeah, this is this is male slime shit. This is what niggas do. Just so y'all understand. Oh my god. She she look she look Afrocentric. She look like she got some crystals. She looked like she 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 burned incense. 
She about her health, wealth, and positive energy. Baby girl, me too over here. You know, I know my son and, and moon sign. You feel me? I know I know all of that, mama. I love you. So uh, you got I want you. We could do this. Yeah, you might have to clip this sound and put it on the put it on the TikTok. Uh at Miss Brianna Chanel. My man's is trying to holler. What's up? And I guess that's a perfect way trying to, end to it. holler. What you want, girl? I got the lemon drop money for you, mama. What's going on? I ain't no munch though. I ain't gonna hold you. She got a nigga. <laughs> I don't know what the new. I don't know what the new niggas be doing out here. Niggas be. I ain't gonna lie. I've been hearing a lot about you niggas eating coochie and then don't be getting none afterwards. Which happened? But it, you know that's a different topic over here. We passed the time limit. <laughs> um, please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you bring those business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most. B breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. Your boy Slick Grayson. Glad to, glad to be back. We'll see y'all next week. We out. Here. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> Hey, hey, that's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.